Hey, good morning, friends. Skip here. June the 22nd, uh, 8.04 a.m. It's a Thursday. I am currently multitasking. Uh, Coming up on month number one of having my first summer off ever. I uh, am a licensed substitute teacher, and uh, I was able to take the summer off. So it's 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 been interesting to say the least. Getting lots of stuff done, playing lots of guitar. Uh, so I greet you on this day, and I hope all things are well with you. Uh, it is time once again for us to talk about what this podcast is about. And you might, if you've been listening for a while, uh, know, you might know that what I do is every, I don't know, 10 episodes roughly, I will put on the brakes and I will talk about what Finding Meaning is about. Now here's why I do this. There's a couple reasons. A lot of people begin to listen to podcasts from your latest podcast. So I want to try to at least keep the theory of finding meaning uh, present. So people who come along find the podcast, they can identify with some aspect of it. Uh, The other thing is that I have discovered that there is one core essential sort of understanding of what I'm talking about, but there's a million ways to approach it. So I try to find a new way to approach it uh, for me, for for you, the listener. So here we go. We're going to talk about finding meaning. Imagine that. What is meaning? What, what are we really looking for? I, I have to tell you, I'll be 58 years old this year. I have been many places. I have known many people. I have seen many things in my life. And there is one consistent truth about every human being that I have encountered. And that is they are all trying to seek meaning in their life. It's a bold statement, I know. But it's a true statement. I believe it's true. That rather they can articulate, excuse me why I sat down, I'm sitting down like I'm 58 years old. Uh, whether they can articulate it or not. Everyone is searching for a reason, for a meaning, for something substantial about who they are, what it means to be them, what it means to be alive. These sort of existential questions really lie at the core of everything we do. Now, a lot of people will ignore the existential questions uh, because, you know, they think, well, well, you know, thinking deeply is a waste of time or whatever. <clears throat> but in every conversation I have ever been in of any depth, what lies underneath that conversation is this human desire to find their own authenticity, their own meaning, their own truth. And it certainly has been part of my journey. It has been my journey. 
to find myself. Now, I have tried, as so many people have, in many different ways. From alcohol and drugs to religion <laughs> to self-help to exercise. Uh, all sorts of avenues that I have tried to find myself, validate myself, find my authentic self. And what I have discovered is what I'm about to tell you. And you can take it or you can leave it. That's really up to you. I, I'm not, I don't have a book to sell. I don't have a 12-step, 8-way, 10-step anything program to offer you for ninety nine ninety five. This is just where I'm at and what I have understood about life. So here we go. The big epiphany in my life that was fa- is fairly recent, maybe six, seven years ago now. Um, and it was a slow rolling epiphany, but it, it finally came. Was that the way the world is constructed, the cultural conditioning, the programming, the uh, way in which we perceive, collectively perceive reality as human beings, can never, cannot offer that meaning and authenticity. Another bold statement, right? The religions, the institutions, the the political institutions, uh, they can not offer you that which you seek. Now, they can offer you something to do. They can offer you support. uh, You can seek justice in the world through those avenues. You can feed people. You can also hurt people through institutions. But what I was seeking in my life, and I think what other people are seeking, cannot be found <clears throat> excuse me, through the, the institutions, uh, the rubrics, the boundaries, the moralities, the belief systems, uh, the economic systems, the political systems, that we as human beings have spent millennia constructing because they are a reflection of the ego and not of the true self. They are a reflection of a false understanding of reality and not of what it really means to be human. Now, I say that because... I'll go back to the beginning of the podcast here, to the beginning of this episode... I meet people who haven't found it. (laughs) I would say 99.999% of the people I have encountered are not aware of the, the place to even look for their own authenticity and meaning because we are so programmed to believe that the only way in which to do that is the way in which the world hands us. And the things we've constructed in our world as a species for the vast majority, the most part, are constructed out of a 
to some degree, an ignorance of what it means to be who we are. That's why when someone wins the lottery, uh, they'll tell you that that money did not bring them happiness, or someone gets famous, the fame did not bring them happiness. Uh, It's the old cliche, right? It it, it can't buy you love. The things external to us, the things that we have propagated and promoted as success cannot fulfill that inner need to know yourself. It cannot. It has not. If, if they did, if the way in which we constructed the world, the reality we've made as humans, the institutions, be they religious or political, if, if they offered authenticity, then there would be no more poverty. There would be no more war. Uh, there would be uh, a different way to be human. That way that Buddha taught, that way that Jesus taught, that would actually become who we are. So to find meaning, we have to, first and foremost, understand that the prescribed ways that we are taught to find meaning and substance in our life are almost all, all of them, not going to bring us to our own authenticity. That was the great epiphany in my life. I mean, I've had many epiphanies, but when I finally got tired of trying to find meaning, even in the things, and I'm using air quotes, that are right and good in the world, and there was nothing there, uh, it just occurred to me that I, we all must be looking in the wrong place. So, I began to ask, internally, definitely, but ask of the things I was reading, ask of the things I was listening to, what is, what is the meaning, what is the authenticity we're looking for? And the meaning that we're trying to find, I'm convinced of this, is a life that is lived with a, a deep reverence for life, a deep satisfaction about living life, a deep appreciation for life, uh, a profound love for one's self and, one, and, and, and other humans, even possibly their enemy, uh, a, a love and respect for the earth we live on, uh, a sense of gratitude regardless of what you have, a deeper sense of meaning uh, that comes from uh, kindness and generosity and hope. And although these things, that may sound silly, right? It may sound not of the world, probably right. <laughs> that, you know, that old song Imagine by John Lennon, you know, call me, you may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. Uh, The goal of that people that I've talked to that were trying to find meaning that they couldn't name is that, is to be the most loving, kind, generous person you can be. Now, it doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. Because what we do, my friends, is, is we still hold on to 
these notions that the world has taught us, these false boundaries, these, these false barriers, this false morality that denies our own humanity. We hold on to a lot. We are deeply programmed. We hold on to a lot of this stuff. But if you can get to a point, and, and I'm convinced of this, where you look at the world through, as frustrating as it might be, if you can look at the world through the eyes of some compassion, any amount of compassion, any amount of love, any amount of sympathy, any amount of hope, then you're on the right track. <clears throat> if you can hold the door open for the person at the gas station or the convenience store, not because you want people around you to see you do it, but because it's who you are. That's, that's it, my friends. It, it's not rocket science. It's about being able to set aside the egoic, the egocentric notions of what you believe reality is and accept what it is. And what I'm convinced what it is, what reality really is, is things, people, places, and things being who they authentically are. For example, I'm looking out my back door right now. You've heard me talk about the apple tree. I have a beautiful apple tree in my backyard beginning to get some pretty good-sized apples. We're in, you know, mid-June, so it's got a ways to go. But that apple tree is being authentic to itself. The grass underneath of it is being authentic to itself. The dog in the chair next to me and the cat on the floor, the dog's name is Chance, the cat's name is Shadow, they are being authentic to who they are. For we humans, that's a more difficult task because we can reason. We can create our own circumstances and our own reality. And because we can do that, we often, far more often than not, lose our authenticity or have lost our authenticity. Now, that's not to say you're not, you know, you're, you, there are certain times we should get angry. There are certain times we should cry. We should be as connected to our humanness as we can. <clears throat> But it should be our authenticity, our love, and our kindness that inform our emotions rather than our emotions telling us what reality should be. I think the most profound thing we can do or the most profound thing that can happen to us on our spiritual journey is that moment when we realize that we have not done it right, we cannot do it right, the way we have been approaching life is to project our ego, our thoughts, our judgments, our prejudice, our control issues on reality. And the moment we do that, the moment we have that real epiphany is the moment we begin our spiritual journey. Now, a lot of people may say, well, yeah, I, I, intellectually I know that, but to really know it, to really know that, you're, that, that, that we are in so many ways just trying to manipulate reality to get our way. And we kind of couch that in spirituality. Uh, to, to finally come to terms with that is very freeing and very necessary. And that's why most people I talk to in my life and me for many years never got what real spirituality is. 
because we want to make it what we want to make it. We want to make it about us. We want to control what happens. We want to control the people around us. We want to validate what we think is right rather than surrender that thought and be transformed. That's what this podcast is about. That's all it's about. And so I thank you for listening. I thank you for taking the time to do the spiritual work. And my hope and my earnest uh, my earnest desire is that this podcast is just one more tool and in a tool chest for you to find yourself. There you go, my friends. I'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.